Welcome to the Digging Deep ATV MX Podcast with your host, hailing from Kakana, Wisconsin, riding a CST Tires SSI decals traveling back Yamaha YFC 450R, four-time ATV Motocross National Champion, number 25. Cody Jansen. What's up, everybody? We're back. I'm your host, Cody Jansen. This is episode 77 of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, presented by our title sponsor, CST Tires, available for purchase and in stock today at shop.csttires.com. And tonight, buckle up because we're going to get you ready for the 2022 ATV Motocross National Championship season opener. Let's Go! The 8th annual Daytona ATV Supercross inside the hallowed grounds of Daytona International Speedway is just over a week away. The gates will drop on the 2022 season, Tuesday, March 8th. And in the episode ahead, we'll get you all caught up on everything that has happened in ATV Motocross since our preseason update episode, episode 74, a few weeks back. We'll touch on all the projected AMA ATV Pro Riders, briefly discuss the WMX class, and touch on all the heavy hitters of Pro Sport as well, right here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. A reminder that signups are open for season two of Digging Deep ATVMX Fantasy, and you're going to want to get signed up prior to the gate dropping at Daytona. It's so much fun. We have tons of great prizes to give away, including some fresh MSR full gear kits courtesy of Rocky Mountain ATVMC. Sign up today at ATVFantasy.com. Before we get into another great episode, we have to shout out all of our incredible partners. CST Tires, go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew, thanks to SSI Decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Impact Solutions, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymower Financial Group, Forworks Carbon, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Integrative Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride Insurance programs, Binky's Forever ATC Museum, Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping by using code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Their clippers rock, their nose hair trimmer is amazing, and the new Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer is next level. Outside the industry sponsors are rare in our sport, so help us keep Manscaped involved with digging deep and ATV motocross as a whole long into the future. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 includes the new Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer that I rely on to help keep my beard on point, the best nose hair trimmer ever created, and an array of goodies like deodorant, boxer briefs, a travel bag, and more. So check out Manscaped, I wish I would have sooner, and get 20% off with free shipping by using code DIGGINGDEEP20 at Manscaped. And if you DM us a screenshot of an order using our discount code, we'll send you a Digging Deep snapback for free. That's code DIGGINGDEEP20 for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Support all these great companies that support us and for any products that fall through the cracks, click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website to help us out. The 2022 season is almost here and we both know you need parts and gear. No matter what off-road gear parts you need, Rocky Mountain ATVMC has you covered. But before you buy, simply click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website. By using our specific link, we get a percentage of what you buy on the back end, enabling you to help us while purchasing the parts you need anyway. And did you know that you can buy OEM? parts from Rocky Mountain ATVMC? Yep, shipped conveniently right to your door. So click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner at diggingdeepatvmx.com to help us out while satisfying all your gear and parts needs. 
You can also find our new Amazon widget on our homepage. So same concept, click that Amazon logo on the right side of the screen, purchase whatever your heart desires, and that will help us down the road. We can't thank you enough for that. One new donor to shout out this week, Walter Crydell at MotoWise LLC. Shout out to you and enjoy your CST Pulse MXR white label soft compound rear tires. If you are interested in donating and hearing your name on the show, you can find the Patreon or buy me a coffee donation links on our website. And thanks to all of you who have donated. We appreciate you beyond words. Now it's showtime. The 32nd board is up. It's sideways and the gate is down. Time to dig deep. Let's go. All right, guys, we're back, and Daytona is just over a week away now. Where did the time go? A few weeks ago, we did a preseason update episode, so if you haven't done so yet, I'd encourage you to go back and give that a listen. But tonight, we're going to preview Daytona one last time. We've learned uh, a thing or two over the course of the last month, so joining us once again to talk about some current day ATV motocross brought to you by Manscaped and the Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer. Go to manscaped.com to get 20% off plus free shipping by using code DIGGINGD. 20 at manscaped.com from impact solutions say hello to mr casey greek what's up casey have i ever have i ever sent you any manscaped stuff no i actually purchased some manscaped stuff with your code oh nice um, even better a little while ago <laughs> yeah no i think i think that's important i try to do that with um a lot of different shows that i listen to or different podcasts i use or listen to and different products that i use so um like from pulp i use um art of sport Mm -hmm. like deodorant and like body wash Wash, and that kind of stuff and um no the manscape thing yeah i definitely did okay um, use use the digging deep code and got that what is it 20 percent and you know it's huge it's good stuff but no thanks for having me um manscape that that razor is phenomenal um now they're coming out with more and more stuff i keep hearing there's some other podcasts i listen to like outside the industry Mm -hmm. that actually have um manscaped as a sponsor too so it's pretty cool yeah yeah for sure i'm, I'm stoked i was stoked when we got that uh i was gonna ask you uh do you have the so do you just have the like the the lawnmower or do you have some other stuff too uh just the lawnmower okay okay yeah. so the so the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer is my favorite manscaped product by a mile Dude. <laughs> Dude. you can't see this right now but i just told my wife i'm like how what do i gotta do here uh, oh. I'm getting old. And I got no hair to show. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. So well, this is perfect. I need this, that. Is, this is perfect. Every week I say it's the best nose hair trimmer ever created, and those are my words because I love that thing so much. So uh, I'll hook you up with a with a weed whacker from Manscaped, and uh, we'll take care oh, of it, so you cool. don't got to worry about it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, it, literally this was yesterday. I was in the mirror with like some little scissors trimming nose hairs. I just went and got my hair cut and stuff. And right. um, my normal barber wasn't there. And so I had another girl and I don't trust her to cut my beard or okay. like do any like facial trimming. Like a, right. my hair is so thin that it has to be a certain length to make it look decent. <laughs> okay. Or if not, I look like a patchy 12 year old. Right. And so the girl I normally have, she kills it and she can actually shape what little i got there to make it look good and full but it was a good girl so when i got home i was looking in the mirror i was like man those hair i'm old (laughs) (laughs) like babe how do i handle this and she's like get them scissors out i'm like oh boy 
no, no, yeah, no. So yeah, that, that'll awesome. be the, that'll be the end of the scissors. We'll hook you up there with that uh, that <laughs> weed whacker nose hair trimmer, man. It's so good. It's it's like a cheat code. Um, okay, but so talking about ATV motocross, last time that you were on, uh, we did a deep dive into all three classes competing at Daytona. But in the weeks since then, things have become a little clearer with the help of some entry lists. And you were down at Decker's and said you came away. I don't know if thinking differently about the 2022 season is overselling it a little bit, but you said you had a, maybe a better feel for what we might expect. Is that right? Yeah, to an extent. I mean, it, maybe not a better feel, maybe even more confused. Um, okay. You know, we're, we're still status quo, Joel, Chad, Chad, Joel, mm-hmm. one, two type of thing. Um, I I got to watch – Joel obviously ride quite a bit got to test with Joel and uh got to test with Joel one-on-one which I usually I usually don't do um you know Jay's usually heavily involved when we go testing with Joel obviously it's Jay and myself and Joel say testing type of thing and so this is like one of the first times I've been there with the trailer the whole setup everything we just revamped our trailer it's it's beautiful inside and we we really got it I feel like it's very efficient now. So I was really excited to use it. And what I got to do with Joel was just spend some one-on-one time with him. And I put the poor kid through the ringer. I mean, we're, I'm like, take the fronts off, take the rear off, take the fronts off, take the rear off. And like, sometimes he'd go out and ride like two or three laps and then he'd come back in and pull the rear shock off. And sometimes, you know, pulling rear shock off is, it's a long process oh, at yeah. times. I mean, it he, sucks. <laughs> Joel was nailing it and, you know, at times, and we were rotating a couple shocks around and doing some different stuff, and he killed it. And I would—that's probably the most impressed I've ever been with a with him, or not with him, but like with a rider in sense. Like, mm-hmm. never complained. Was just spot on. Like, okay, what's next? You know, and and Grayson Eller, the same thing. He was there at, at that time too. Okay. Same thing. I made him pull his shocks off like six, seven times in like two days. Okay. Um. So Joel was that way. We learned a ton. It was really cool to kind of connect with Joel on just like a one-on-one basis. I felt like we had a really good trip. Obviously, um, we're getting ready to go back down there. I'm leaving Sunday to head down to Deckers and do some testing. Joel's obviously involved. Logan Stanfield, all these guys, you know, that are there and coming down. We're going to do a bunch of testing, and Jay's going to be there for this test. And um, I'm sure, you know, Jay's kind of the wizard. And um, – we got we got some really cool ideas and he put me and him together and I feel like we we end up with some good stuff so it it was it's more confused so on like my outlook of the season we're so used to it's just Joel Chad one two I really feel there's some key players that are going to mix that up this year mm-hmm. and that's where I told you yesterday like when we were texting like I'm almost more confused yes Joel looks phenomenal like stupid how fast that kid goes and like when he starts riding and there's other people on the track everyone seems to kind of stop and then they kind of just like gather at like different points of the track and watch him ride because it's like an extreme poetry in that sense of the way he's riding and and his comfort level right now and the the small changes that we made you know i think we probably got our setup you know at, at this level you know, we're looking for one, two percent. I want to say like when we were there, I think we made a pretty good gap probably to like a 10 to 15 percent, you know, increase in, in rideability and comfort level. And that's just with learning the, you know, learning the new machine, him learning the new machine type of thing. 
but you watched kind of like the seas part. Everyone kind of stops and watches him ride. And he he's phenomenal. But the the one that like I was really stoked with, and I've got to see some videos like of Bryce Ford riding and seen some stuff out of him. And I think he's going to be even better than he's been in the past. But Jeffrey, you know, it's like almost like somewhat of a resurgent. And I don't want to – I think last year was a resurgent to Jeffrey. And I think that's just continuing to grow. I think what he did with the Phoenix team and the machine that we had last year, he did very well. Um, he's changed his lifestyle drastically. But what I've seen, you know, here is just another improvement for him. And and, and I don't know that's necessarily like machine or anything like that. I think it's just coming into that age mm-hmm. and, and betting on himself. And I, I said this in the last show, I think it's huge for Jeffrey to bet on himself and go out there and put everything he's got into it and see what he can make of it. And what, and like I have written down in my notes, it was really his lap times that impressed me. You know, obviously Joel had the fastest lap times when we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Decker had really good lap times, but Jeffrey fit in the middle between say Zach and Joel. And, you know, obviously Zach rides that track a lot. Joel's been running that track a lot for Jeffrey to show up there and be within a second, second and a half or so of Joel on how rough that track was, that's what impressed me a lot. Um, Jeffrey's not a very good practicer. He's a terrible qualifier. Bless your heart, Jeffrey. You know the truth. Um, he, you know, he puts so much emphasis into it, and sometimes I think that hurts him. Mm-hmm. And I try to talk to him. I'm like, are you a racer or a practicer? Because what, what pays the bills? Right. Practicing doesn't pay the bills. So he went out there, and, and just his comfort level, how good he looked, um, physical wise, he looked really good in shape. Um, you know, Jeffrey's tended over the years, like in the winter, you know, he's working a lot and stuff. So he doesn't really, his physical shape doesn't always stay there. It usually takes him a couple of races to be back into shape to where he needs to be. Right. Uh, Je- Jeffrey's like an exclamation point, like a star for me right now. He looks really good. Okay. And you know, we're going to learn a lot more in about a week. Oh yeah, of course. And then, yeah. And then after, you know, Daytona is kind of an outlier by itself too. So um, things will change after that or whatever we'll get. I should say that the picture will become clearer as we go into um, you know, the, the rounds that follow that as well, but there's so much to talk about there and everybody getting off the track to watch Joel. I mean, they're, they're literally watching greatness and he's just become the ultimate pro to, in my mind over the last handful of years. I mean, he's just the ultimate professional with everything he does. Um, and I think, think we saw him, like you said, kind of figure out the stuff off the track that was going to be best for him on the track last year. And I would assume that his program is very similar to last year. Correct. So last year when everything was so new now this year, he comes out and basically has, you know, all of last year, all of that muscle memory, all those things figured out with the the changes, the new quad and the Yamaha and all these things. And now this year it's going to be like, Hey, the table's already set. Like let's dance kind of thing um that's how it feels to me yeah definitely and i think the comfort that he has there at the decker training facility you know he's got kind of like a permanent parking spot say um yeah you know they he has a vehicle there there's resources close so the family's happy they're the playground like the kids get to play you know i like i i watch a lot of things and obviously having a family like i i start feeling bad for carly i'm like this poor girl like she's just living out of motorhome like trying to do this thing, but I think the comforts that are brought there with what they're doing at Decker's place, um, it's worked out really good. And I think it's really 
made it easier for the riders that are spending that amount of time there because they have so many different facilities and and different places you know different tracks to ride on on the premises plus they have so many different comforts of the facilities they have a gym they have a shower house they have all this different stuff so sure it's worked out good i think in that sense of they're not traveling around the different tracks not that it didn't have that at jeffrey's house say i mean they had a permanent spot for their motor home and they kind of did that stuff but they're traveling further to go ride and different things when that what they did last year mm-hmm. it's say in 2021 to go ride. So I think those comfort levels, it's, it's something I've, I've bragged about Chad for years is when he's home, he rolls out his garage, his wife's happy, his kids are happy. They have their home base. When he's in Florida, they have a home base. So he goes and rides and does his thing. The family's still good and comfortable. And we all know, like, especially when you have kids, like if you don't necessarily have to worry about them because they're taken care of, they're all happy. Mm-hmm. You can focus so much more on what your task is. And that's what I think is going to be the hugest help for Joel. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think that we touched on that the last time that we talked too. but we have an episode coming up with Carly. So we'll talk to her about some of that stuff, what it's <laughs> like to live out of the motorhome at the, at the track and, and create a great environment. So Joel can go kill it on the weekend. Um, but yeah, the other, the one other thing I wanted to touch on before we, before we kind of change topics there was uh, Jay, you kept saying Jay, that's Jay Goble from impact the, the lead man there. And yeah, that'll be great to have him down there for this next session with Joel. Uh, feel like that's almost the, that's the dream team of, of shock setup stuff there. So that'll be great. I guess what we'll do here, I wanted to break it down tier by tier. We kind of bled over into the other tiers so far, but we'll break it down tier by tier. As we know, signups are open for digging deep ATB MX fantasy sign up today and start assembling your four rider squad for Daytona fantasy winner at Daytona is going to win a brand new pair of MSR riding gear, courtesy of Rocky mountain ATV MC. Um, okay. So we touched on the tier one riders a little bit with Joel Hetrick there. Chad Weenan is the other one. Um, so I saw Chad had made his way to Decker's for some, for some period of time over the last couple of weeks, but I don't believe that was when you were there, Casey. No, I wasn't there. That was um, like a week and a half or so after I had left. So it would have been cool to be able to see him ride on the same track, like, you know, kind of back to back. Okay. But you know, I mean, obviously it's Chad, mm-hmm. you know, and then he was there kind of, obviously he rode and, and got his motos in, but he was doing some schools and different stuff like that. And, Gotcha. Um, it's good to see these guys all utilizing different tracks. I mean, Zach and Logan were down in Tampa and Max riding with Kale Deal and doing that stuff. So I think it's really good that all of them are utilizing. And I think it's going to keep the the ATV vibe going in Florida to where these tracks aren't pushing us out. Right. And the more we can utilize other tracks, too. Obviously, uh, you know, we push go use Decker's facility. Like that's why they built it. They're super quad friendly. Mm-hmm. They want us there, but I'll, you know, use these other facilities too, mm-hmm. because we need to keep options open for all of us. Mesa is one that is always welcomed us in. I think everyone before Daytona, like once you make the migration from Decker's over towards Daytona, go ride at Mesa and show them the love because they, they love the, quad community um joni there she's freaking awesome i mean she always lets me park my trailer there and she's like i'll guard it with my life like (laughs) she's just so awesome so that's a good good sign there yeah that's awesome we'll get right back to the show but now a word from our sponsors and thank you for listening to these ads without these great companies none of this would be possible show your support for the people who support us 
Welcome to the team, two-time champ Joel Hetrick, who dropped the biggest news of the offseason when he announced his move to CST Tires. The CST takeover has been gaining momentum over the past several seasons, and now Joel Hetrick and his Phoenix Racing teammate Jeffrey Rastrelli are the most recent additions. The Pulse MXR tire has helped lead riders like Thomas Brown to race wins in three consecutive Quad Cross of Nations titles, Nick Janusa to the Pro Class podium, myself Cody Jansen as I rode my Pulse MXR fronts and white label soft compound rears to back-to-back -back national championships in the Junior 25 Plus class, and the most recent additions have us thinking a Pro Class national championship is on the horizon for CST tires. The Pulse MXR tire, available in soft and standard compounds, offers the highest level of traction, most predictable cornering, and superior wear characteristics when compared to the competition. Visit shop.csttires.com to join the CST takeover today, or prepare to be beat by someone who did. Joel Hatcherick, Jeffrey Rastrelli, Nick Janusa, myself, and so many others are believers in CST tires. Are you? CST Tires, where passion meets the ground. You already know we're Team Blue Crew here at the Digging Deep ATV MX Podcast. Whether it's second all-time winningest, seven-time and reigning ATV MX Pro Class National Champion Chad Wienan, or six-time and current XC1 Pro ATV GNCC National Champion Walker Fowler, it's clear the podium-proven Yamaha YFC 450R is the winning choice of sport ATVs. This unprecedented success for the YFC 450R, its unrivaled quality and performance, and the undeniable fact that Yamaha is the leading OEM supporter of ATV racing, has created a Yamaha take over within the sport quad market. Better yet, Yamaha's Blue Crew Racer Support Program is back and even stronger for 2021, meaning Yamaha riders are about to cash in on higher payouts and more prize opportunities, including a chance to win a brand new YFZ450R. For more info, head over to YamahaBlueCrew.com, follow them on social media at Yamaha Outdoors, and check out Yamaha's full proven off-road lineup at YamahaOutdoors.com today. SSI decals is a name synonymous with ATV racing, synonymous with big time success, and absolutely synonymous with the best looking decals around. An offshoot of their parent company that was established in 1947, SSI first took shape from owner Ian Harris's passion for ATVs. With what started as just making numbers and decals for riders like Chad Wienan, the company quickly took off, and today you couldn't imagine ATV motocross without SSI decals. The graphics maker and designer now supports all the top teams in ATV motocross, as well as teams and riders racing GNCC, Work Series, Pro Motocross and Supercross, Canadian Pro Motocross, Short Course Off-Road Trucks, UTVs, Snowcross, and oh yeah, six-time NHRA World Champion Clay Milliken. No project is too big or too small for SSI decals, making your identity stick with championship-level graphics. Head over to SSIDecals.com today and then maybe call the doctor because things are about to get sick. The Digging Deep ATVMX podcast is brought to you in part by DID and their wide range of championship winning chains. From the street to the track and everywhere in between, DID chains are designed to give you the optimal riding experience with great performance and increased chain life. Consistent to the core, pick up your box of reliability today. DID, what drives you? We are proud to be partnered with Numira Technologies. Since 2001, Numira has led the charge in the ATV and side-by-side -side market, covering more applications than anyone else in the industry. Numira's advanced piston technology uses a NASA-exclusive aluminum alloy that helps to reduce expansion rates, that allows for tighter tolerances, and leads to higher overall engine performance for your machine. For more information about Numira's wide offerings of pistons, rings, gaskets, and industry-leading top-end repair kits, visit your local dealer or online at www.numira.com. Numira Technologies, pistons with an attitude. 
We are pleased to be partnered with Bronco ATV and UTV components. Bronco has been an industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years. With a catalog that includes a full line of electrical components, engine internals like rods and cylinders, all the way down to suspension parts and bearing kits. Bronco is your hard part source for whatever you need for whatever you ride. Available exclusively through distributors around the world. Visit your local dealer or online at broncoatv.com. 4Works Carbon's innovative lightweight products include top-notch seat covers, carbon fiber, and plastic hoods, gas tank covers, exhaust shields, shock guards, and much more. Whether you have an ATV, UTV, or snowmobile, 4Works has the goodies that will improve your ride and make you salivate. We trust 4Works for increased function and a sexier look, and you should too. 4Works Carbon, always working hard to bring high-quality and innovative parts to the market. Check them out today at fwcarbon.com. You hope that, you know, people, other tracks down there, other tracks across the country will see, you know, all of the quads supporting Deckers. And hopefully that kind of opens the door to help growing this ATV thing again. But you told me off air that, that Joel is your pick. You know, you said that even on the last episode, we know Joel's always your pick for Daytona. And I'm assuming that nothing has changed there, Casey. No, definitely not. I mean, Joel's, I got Joel's back 110%. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's definitely, and and he's more than capable. Um, it's not just because we work with him. I think, um, Daytona suits his style. Um, I think he's one of those guys that's kind of like John, like when you get into those, what we call a one-off race, but now it's a staple on the, on the series, but it's something different. I think he, he thrives in that situation. I think he thrives of the hype of the first round. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be a, a huge positive. I mean, without one little incident, which was a big incident last year. Yep. He had a very prominent win going to Daytona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could tell last year, at least to me, he was, he was trying to make a statement last year. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. trying to make a statement. He was blistering fast. And um, yeah, that, that incident with another rider just bit him, but yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was, you know, we talked uh, you talked on the last episode, the things that you took away from the Cody Gibson episode that we did and how Gibson in the first, at the first race would try to break the other riders. And Gibson said that Cody Gibson said that, you know, there's a pecking order that gets laid at that first race and man, man it sure looked like that's what Joel was doing last year. Um, it, it didn't go the way he wanted, but it sure looked like, like he was out there trying to make a statement. Yeah, and I think even though, like, the results on paper and obviously the points paid um, obviously didn't go into Joel's favor because of, you know, Mm -hmm. crashing, but I think he still made a statement. But at the same time, I think it still lit a fire under Chad's behind, Mm -hmm. and that's where Chad, like, went home and was like, holy crap, like, this kid's no joke. He's serious this year. And really put Chad to the grindstone. And so I think there's some, some trickery to play there. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't always want to show your cards hundred percent, but at the same time, like if you're going to win, you might as well win and yeah. you might as well make a point when you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we came away. I remember vividly being on that wrap up show, um, after Daytona, just, yeah. Talking about how darn fast, uh, Joel Hetrick was going. So yeah, he definitely still made that statement. Um, it's, it's, it's always fun to watch Daytona because Joel's so fast. He's good on those kind of tracks. Like you said, he's trying to make a statement at the first race. He, he likes that hype. And then Chad is so good. 
I mean, I, I think it's what yeah. five, five wins at Daytona or whatever. I believe the number is five. Like he's been so great at Daytona over the years. I mean, it's a, it should be a, should make for some great racing. Uh, that's for sure. So tier two is next. Uh, this is where things start to get juicy. We're talking about Bryce Ford, Jeffrey Rastrelli, Nick Janusa, Brandon Hogan, Max Linquist. I know at least a couple of those guys were down there with you. So tell me what you learned down there. You hinted at the fact you already said that Jeffrey was really impressive. Basically he impressed you with the lap times he was putting down. Did that change your expectations at all for Jeffrey going forward after seeing him on this new program? Because like you said, you kind of already touched on this, I guess. So maybe I shouldn't have proposed the the question the way I did, but I think that the stakes are higher for Jeffrey. We know they are because this is his own gig now. And we, I've said this on a number of episodes since the, the news came out of him being on his own effort, but him doing it himself, I just think like, that's why you can tell he changed his lifestyle. He's, he's got all his ducks in a row and now he's just got to go do it. I think that I, I, tr- I truly think that we're going to see him grab this another gear. And, and like you said, if his lap times are up, you know, near Joel, cause obviously you talked about Zach Decker spinning all those laps on his own track. We know, you know, he's going to rip on his own track and we know that his one lap speed and, you know, moto speed is, you know, very comparable to think that Jeffrey was able to, you know, put himself at that speed or a little better than that. You know, that's going to, that's going to bode well for Jeffrey going forward. Yeah, and my expectations for Jeffrey are always very high. I think that's just the relationship him and I have. Um, You know, he's not okay with being fifth, and I'm not okay with him being fifth, say. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just that relationship. I think we put that pressure on each other to both try to strive to be better every weekend. And, um, you know, Jeffrey's made those changes. But, yeah, I mean, that entire group is still, you know, Max has only been on back on the machine for a couple – uh, a week and a half or so now. Yep. Um, the the rumor on the street is he's already kind of right back at um, pace. You know, looks very good. He's not having any complications um, from the surgery. So I think that's good news for that tier. Um, Bryce is always going to be fast. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? We got Brandon Hogue, I think. You know, Brandon was there, but he was having some issues with his machine or he's waiting on a motor or, you know, he had something going on. So I didn't really get to ride watch him ride he rode okay um the last day i was there and he only rode a couple laps while i was there so okay i didn't really get a good feel for where he's at okay in that sense because when i watched him ride the couple laps it was kind of like he was just breaking in the bike maybe gotcha you know or the the motor or something he wasn't going out there like turning super fast laps and then he didn't really ride the rest of the day at least when i would have seen him out there i could have been locked in the trailer doing some stuff so I don't have a very solid report on Brandon. Okay. Yeah. He was one of the guys I was going to ask you about. Cause obviously, you know, we talked about on the last time you were on, like, he's not an impact guy anymore. You still enjoy the guy. Obviously we both do. Um, I was going to ask you how he was looking, but not only the, the other thing I wanted to touch on then, if you didn't get to see him ride a bunch, um, but not only did Brandon Hogue switch teams, he's now riding for the music racing and repair team, of course, but he made some major, a uh, major product change with this program for the 2022 season. The team is now running Kenda tires and at digging deep, the digging deep page has received so many messages wanting to hear about these tires. So I, I talked to Brandon about it. He says he likes them. He said that it took him a day or two to adjust to them, but uh, you know, now he kind of knows what to expect with the tire and he says they're working awesome. Um, I, I don't know anything about that, about that, uh, 
Kenda tire. I don't know if it's a new tire. Honestly, like when I looked it up, I thought it looked like an XC tire almost, but you know, it, it's awesome to just see uh, another brand involved in the sport, getting back into it. And I hope it works out for those guys. I don't know. I mean, you're a, you're obviously not a Kenda guy um, at impact solutions, <laughs> but I didn't know if you knew anything about the tire. Cause Brandon says he likes it. I thought, I mean, I, when I saw that pop up and then now we've learned that Kenda is a, a sponsor of the series at this point, but uh, I, I, I didn't expect to see that they were going to run anything, but you know, Maxis or CST. Yeah. And I think I'm on the same page. I mean, it's competition to, to me say, but I think competition is good. And yes. I think, you know, Max and Maxis and CST are obviously the premier brands and ATV racing across the board, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, motocross or cross country, you know, even in the TT world, they have a very good TT tire. Um, but I think it's great to see Kenda come in and get involved. And I think, it, you know, it may give some of these riders an uh, option. Maybe they're going to throw some money around. And, you know, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, as of the tire, I agree with you. Uh, the tread pattern wise, it just looks like a scaled down cross country style tire. Mm-hmm. Um, they've made a they've made a surgent and a push into the cross country world here the last couple of years. There's a few different people that are running the tire. Um, I actually have some riders that are running the tire in cross country. So, okay. um, you know, I, I'm not going to give them the cold shoulder, even though we're competition, no. I'm going to give them no. a, a warm welcome. And I, and I think it's great. And I think, um, good for Brett and Brandon for thinking outside the box and kind of finding something yeah. that's a little bit different. You know, it's the same thing. I got, I got no ill words there in that sense of trying something different and looking for a different um, avenue to mm-hmm. benefit their program. Yeah. I wasn't, obviously I wasn't trying to put you in a weird spot talking about Kenda. No, no. It was, yeah. It was more, uh, I don't know a ton about the tire. Didn't know if you had seen it. Um, and again, like I do think it's awesome. Everybody benefits from, you know, brands like Kenda getting back into it and more competition. Like that's a great thing for everybody involved and talking about the Decker thing. Like we talked about before, you know, maybe somebody sees that, Hey, like every single person at the races is basically running Maxis and CST. Hey, we got to get in on this game. That just helps everybody across the board. The trickle down effect is great. So it's, it's Friday here. Uh, so here's a little flashback Friday for you. Kenda claw fronts used to be the bees knees here in Wisconsin and my black days of the mid 2000s uh that's all we used back then kenda claw fronts and either groove turf tamer or hole shots on the back depending on the conditions uh but those were great time kenda claws were gnarly not to be confused with the kenda gnarly tire back then casey <laughs> yeah we used to run them in dirt bike stuff they had the carl's bad the southwick okay and all that yeah stuff. And yeah you know who yeah. used to race um atv motocross with them and i think did pretty well with them is joe burke Yes, he did. Yeah, you know, he did. Yeah. Joe's been in the headlines this whole week with, um, <laughs> you know, his decision to not race Daytona. Right. Um, yeah. Bummed to see him not come out. I, I, I think he's absolutely crazy, um, but in a respectful crazy. Like, oh yeah. Not, like hate hating on him at all. I just, dude, you have nothing left to prove. Like why you're healthy? Right. You're, you know, you're living, you're living life to the fullest right now. Like, hey, he said he's tough. He said he's bored. That's why. I know. I know. He's told me to, I just, John tells me the same crap all the time. And I'm like, no, John, no, don't. Oh, I I think I could still do good. I said, I think you do great in 25 plus (laughs) you and Cody. And you know, if Zach's racing, I'm like, you guys would have a ball. He's like, Nope, I'm racing pro. Then you're not racing. (laughs) Like, please don't. 
and, it, and it's not that I any disrespect whatsoever. I just I actually care about those guys, and it's just that class is gnarly, and those guys have jobs and like lives now that they can't just focus on racing 110%. Like John's working his tail to the ground right now, Mm -hmm. running his business. Like you got to be able to put a hundred percent focus into what you're doing to do it at this level. You know what? And I, and I, um, I could appreciate what Joe bird said. So he, he basically texted me the same thing he posted on social media a little bit before he posted it on social media. And I appreciated that. He was like, you know, I owe it to the sport. If I'm not ready or I can't do all the laps or I don't think I'm going to be as competitive as I want to be, I don't want to be out there. And I thought, I mean, that, that was cool, you know, to, to say it like that, like, Hey, I owe it to the sport to be better. I respect the sport that much. I respect those other guys that much. Um, I don't know. I thought that left a really good taste in my mouth. And he says that, you know, oh, yeah. and, he, and he says that he wants to make, make an effort next year. And he needs, he needs to put a little more time in to prep before, uh, before the race. That would be cool. He sees he's got 50 circled. He wants to be out there when he's 50. And that would be, that would be next year's Daytona ATV Supercross. So we'll see. And you know, there's a couple guys at, at that age of 50 that could probably do decent or well, Digging. And it would be like a John Natale, Doug Gus, Joe yeah. Bird. Like those guys could pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all very active still. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think John's ridden in a couple of years now, but I think, you know, Doug rides snowmobiles like crazy. And oh, yeah. I, that dude, he, you know, there's some subhuman people out there, and those are kind of guys that are in that realm. So, yeah. you know, if Joe wants to come and race it next year at 50, I think that's something that, um, he deserves yeah it would be I, I think awesome. i mean he's put his he's yeah. put his time in to this yeah. industry and into this sport that you know if he does well or doesn't do well i think he still deserves to be able to do that if he wants to do it mm-hmm. i agree 100 percent. i think it would be awesome that's why i was kind of pushing 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 for joe to be out there because i just thought it'd be an awesome storyline and honestly you never know what you're going to get when you post about joe bird but there are so <laughs> many people that like truly love the guy come out of the woodworks and, and interact with those posts. And I, and I like that because like you said before, he deserves it. So um, that's cool to see. As the number one podcast in ATV racing, it's only right that we partner with the industry leaders in suspension tuning, insert impact solutions. Impact solutions is a full service ATV and side-by-side suspension center, specializing in the revalving and service of your motocross and off-road suspension. With over 25 years of elite level knowledge, experience, and testing with riders of all ages and ability levels, Casey Greek, Jay Goble, and the Impact crew strive to exceed the client's expectations for service and setup. Impact Solutions is the official Elka Suspension Service Center of the United States, offering unmatched product knowledge and experience. Whether you're in need of service, parts, warranty, sales, or technical support, Impact Solutions has you covered. Head over to impactsolutionsatv.com or give them a call today. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. The following message is brought to you by manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has outdone themselves this time, creating the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, an official sponsor of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, with this exclusive offer of 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and I am blown away. This thing is next level. 
What sets this trimmer apart from all the rest? The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. It features a new multi-functioning on-off switch with travel lock for those of us who like to travel. And my favorite, the new trimmer allows you to customize your trim with four different guard lengths and upgrade from its predecessor that only featured two. If you're listening, you know that good tools are a must, so wait no more to get the best tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using code DIGGINGDEEP20. Hey everyone, this is Larry Mills, president of DP Breaks North America and proud partner of the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast. We at DP Breaks are a longtime supporter of ATV racing and the world leader in centered brake technology, dominating the ATV world for decades by supporting the best four-wheel racers on the planet. This year's lineup includes Jeff Rastrelli, Mark Baldwin and Baldwin Motorsports, Ford Brothers Racing, Nick Janusa, and many more, including Mr. Digging Deep himself, Cody Jansen, plus all the top 17 GNCC pros such as seven-time champion Walker Fowler, Bryson Neal, Hunter Hart, Cole Richardson, Jared McClure, Adam McGill, and previous champion Chris Borch. These top riders continue to appreciate the high performance and impressive durability that their DP brakes have to offer, products that ultimately help place them on top of the podium week after week. DP brakes are available through www.dp-brakes.com or you can purchase them through your local parts and limited stocking dealer or you can even message us, myself, Larry Mills or DP Brakes on Instagram or Facebook and if you have any questions about product or sponsorship support, please ask us. We are waiting for you. Join the best ATV riders in the world equipped with DP Brakes and have a great year everyone. Nearing two decades into the brand's existence, Factory 43 is back and better than ever, continuing to make major waves in the ATV world. For the third consecutive season, Factory 43 is the official aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing ATV team, providing their state-of-the-art Evo Nerf bars, MX-style front bumpers, and grab bars for two-time champ Joel Hetrick. If you're in the market to upgrade your Nerf bars, bumpers, or grab bars, head over to factory43atv.com to see their full line of industry-leading products available for all makes and models. Head over to factory43atv.com today. Success in the ATV MX world is similar to what creates financial success as well. The right people, the right advice, and more importantly, hard work and the benefit of an ongoing relationship as situations change and adversity is experienced. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Haymower Financial Group can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help your family prepare for whatever life brings. Call me, Scott Haymower, at Haymower Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, at 920-338-8150. That's 920-338-8150. Offices located in beautiful De Pere, Wisconsin, with registrations and clients nationwide. So let's wrap up that tier two talk then. So Jeffrey Rastrelli was your tier two fantasy pick originally. I'm, I'm sure after things went, you know, splendid down there at Decker's when you were there, I have to believe that uh, that's the pick that you're going to, that you're going to keep um, as Daytona nears. Yeah, I think so. I think that'll be my picks, um, at least on one of my teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so um, like I said last time, if you have multiple teams, you just end up losing multiple times. That's that's how it goes. From the rumblings that I've been hearing about him and the other guys, I think uh, he might very well be my pick too. Um, obviously, we've heard a bunch 
of reporting from that, that group down there with Jeffrey. Um, and then, you know, thinking about some of the other guys, I haven't heard a, a ton about Bryce Ford. Nick Janusa is grinding away out East. Uh, you can't sleep on him though, because uh, he was so good at Daytona last year. And I think that we'd see that a ton from Nick. If, you know, if he could get some, some consistent good starts, that's what he did last year. He got a, he won his heat race, uh, crazy yeah. heat race. If you remember, and then he got a, a third place start in that main event and he rode around all by himself and actually stayed with the, that top two for a while and ended up putting it on the box, but he was going to get third, ended up second after the, after we saw that, um, you know, that debacle with Joel there. Uh, but Nick Janusa is another guy that I have circled on my list because man, how can you not have him circled on your list after how good he looked last year? So he's going to be another guy to watch, but, uh, man, he started off the, started off the year very strong. And then as we recounted in that, that um in that preseason update show he ended the year very strong so uh i think that he's a guy that is going to be a guy to watch at daytona for sure too is nick janusa yeah and i think nick's another solid very solid pick and you can never go wrong on you can never he'll go definitely wrong be on one of my teams <laughs> that's a way to be politically correct with everything you say <laughs> I, dude i i don't really have a choice in that sense but i, I, I mean know, i do I and, and i'm good enough with all these guys that you know they don't take it to heart i think no one but bryce takes it to heart but <laughs> it's um no i i'm running multiple teams this year i'm gonna win this thing i got fake names lined up everything so we're oh, we're solid nice but no nice. nick's a solid pick all those guys i mean that that tier is so impressive Mm -hmm. that's what makes it so fun is that you don't know what's going to happen with those guys. That, that's what makes it so much fun. And you did touch on Max Lindquist that he's back riding. I wouldn't have expected anything different than him kind of getting right back to it. Like, like normal. That just seems like he's, he's a, uh, you know, a 28 year, year old dude and a 18 year old dude's body who's been doing this for a decade. That's how it feels. So, uh, you know what you're getting from Max. I wouldn't have expected anything different, but yeah, he's back to riding after that collarbone injury. And it sounds like he should be good to go for the opener yeah definitely and you know michael allred's down there i mean not jumping too far ahead michael's riding mm -hmm. um michael's riding more this off season than he's gotten to ride in a long time and in many off seasons and getting to kind of live that racer lifestyle um obviously i'm very close to that program yeah um chris um it will probably still be stuck in costa rica when we when this comes out so he'll probably be the first listener because he's bored Okay. He uh, had a false positive COVID test. Oh, so he's they stuck there. On a, yeah, he was on a business vacation trip, like another company, you know, big business, yeah. they do that stuff. Yeah. And him and his wife and Mason all went down there and he tested positive on Monday when they're supposed to fly back. And I don't, I hope he doesn't care that I share this. Well, I know he, he put it all over Instagram, so he don't care. Okay. Um, he tested positive on Monday. They basically put him in lockdown. He's like, dude, I feel like a prisoner. He's like, I think I'm going to go on the run. <laughs> and so he keeps hashtagging everything on the run. <laughs> but he ended up, he he does vacation there. And so he had someone come get him from a different resort where he knows people. And he went up there and tested negative. And so I think he said he's going to be able to fly home on Monday. Okay. But he still had to sit sit down there for another seven days before he could go because of that. He, he's like, I feel completely fine. He's like, I know I don't have COVID. It's a false positive, And that's a rabbit hole that we're not going to get into no, but we can no. go so far into this right now uh, but uh um, i'm very tight with that program so chris if you're listening we're thinking about you um you could be stuck in a lot worse places than costa rica on the beach mm -hmm. so 
enjoy it while you can because shit's about to hit the fan for all of us yeah we can only we can only feel so bad for him when you're stranded <laughs> yeah. uh in costa rica there with um with Chris Hunt, the main man behind Michael Allred's program. Yeah, but that those are two guys that uh, definitely I was cheering for those guys. We'll get to Tier 3 here in a minute. The one last thing I wanted to touch on with the Tier 2 guys, uh, we discussed how Wesley Wolf announced that he'd be out for the season a couple months back. Well, I can confirm that he does have a pro license for the 2022 season. So uh, maybe something we need to monitor as we go further into the year here. Maybe we will see Wesley later in the year. You thought that that may be a possibility possibility the last time we talked um but that's something that we're going to need to monitor maybe we shouldn't uh take him at his word that he said he was going to be out for the whole season um i actually talked to wesley yesterday completely away from industry stuff um okay i his his girlfriend had put some stuff up on facebook about saving children's books obviously i have a herd of children so i have a ton of children's books so i'm like hey are you coming to any races like i got a tote full of books that i would love to give to you for for your girlfriend and um so we talked a little bit i just asked him how his arm was doing and stuff and you know he's working he's he's swinging the hammer he's doing his thing um he didn't give me a definite he he said he could ride he's like i could ride he's like i'm not 100 percent uh, but things are definitely moving in the right direction. So there's a good chance. Good. Maybe. I mean, being optimistic, this isn't coming from him. I think the vibe I kind of got from him was there's a probably a slim chance that he would race this year. Okay. But I, he said, he's like, I can get on a machine right now and ride. He's like, I just want to be 110% to compete at that level. That's awesome. I just, like I told you, I just want to see the guy back at the races. He was so damn good last year. So, um, yeah. don't, don't want to miss out on him being at the races. So, uh, that's tier two. Uh, you're going with Jeffrey Australi. We're going to move on to tier three then here. Uh, and tier three is always a fun one, um, because it's, it's so competitive, uh, always so competitive. Logan Stanfield, Cody Ford, Michael Allred, and Zach Decker make up this tier. Uh, with the addition of Decker, um, this one's going to be really fun to watch shake out because uh, you went with Logan originally. Now, after watching those guys this preseason, did anything change there? I feel like, you know, Logan's been down there burning laps for a long time now. He's got to feel like he's in midseason form. Yeah, I haven't got to see Cody ride. I got to see Zach ride. Mm-hmm. And I got to see Logan ride. Logan's still going to be my pick. Um, his, Logan's sheer consistency yes. is huge. And Cody obviously has that in his favor, too. Both of those guys are just so solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think speed, flat flat out speed, lap time-wise, Zach's obviously going to be um, really competitive with those guys right off the get. Yep. I think, um, like any time as a rookie, there's growing pains and stuff. So I think consistency through the year, right. I think um, Logan is definitely my pick as of right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the part that intrigues me is, you know, Stanfield, like you said, he he top 10 every single race last year, Ford top 10 every race, but one um, and all red too. You know, we both, we saw them, those guys get, you know, sixth and sevenths at races last year, which is really impressive. That's up with some of the tier two guys then. So they're all so solid. They're, they're veterans basically, even though all red was a, you know, he's a couple years um, you know, fresher in the progression than those other two, but they, they all like, he's so good. They're all veteran type riders. And then you add Decker in there as a wild card, like guy who's capable of so much, like you said, is his one lap speed and his speed overall is super impressive. It's going to be a blast to see how it all, how it all, um, shakes out, you know, being that you're going to go with Logan, uh, 
you know, it's, it's splitting hairs between those three guys, between Logan Stanfield, Cody Ford and Michael Allred. And then, yeah, like, you know, uh, Decker, Zach Decker, we could very easily see bump up to tier two here. If he, if he puts himself with those guys and is there, you know, for a race or two, like he's obviously going to be that guy. It's just more, we need to see that he can do it lap in and lap out race in and race out and, you know, stay consistent. That's the, that's the only thing that's left to question with Zach Decker, even though he hasn't even dropped a, um, a, a gate yet in the AMA ATV pro class. Yeah, and I think that's the same thing with Michael. I think Michael's getting to um, ride and train more than he has in the past, so I think he's going to be better out the gate. Say, not out the gate, because like, he's always really good out the gate, but out the gate <laughs> since of the start of the season, I think he's going to be better. Yeah. Um, last year at Daytona, I don't think we really got to see his full potential. He had a spill in the first turn yep. um, that held him back, but he was right there at the front of the pack. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just something I think it's tough. I, I, <laughs> I really try to play. I don't, I don't try to play a politically correct thing here. When we do the show, I do somewhat like, I don't, obviously I don't want anyone pissed off at me, but this is just, you know, just us kind of talking and going through the motions yep. and, and throwing out feelings and stuff. But I mean, that's a really hard, another tier that I struggle with. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I may have to just have four I'm just going to put every guy on, you know, every, just mix it up completely. Just every every combination. Yeah. Yeah. I have the whole combinations out there. So I I got a lot of faith in all of those guys in that tier. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's what's so fun. Um, I don't know if I've, if I've said it on the show, I don't know that I've said it to you, but you couldn't have had the, the fantasy game in years past when basically like you could slot the guys in where they were going to finish. And I was part of some of those classes where they're just that, you know, super competitive, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. Like we just didn't get that last year and even the year before, but last year and now going forward, it looks like, you know, it's hard to predict. And that's what makes the fantasy game, uh, you know, a a realistic thing to do um, because we don't know what's going to happen. And that's basically what you're talking about right now. And that's what makes it so much fun. So you're going to stick with Logan Stanfield. Uh, Can't argue that, you know, he's a rock solid pick. He is every single weekend. Um, And then let's finish it up then uh, with our tier four riders, our final tier here, the the guys that you're going to uh, add to your team last. And these are guys that are going to be pushing for top tens guys that, you know, we've seen top tens from some of them and that's where they should want to be. And these are the guys we expect to see at Daytona, uh, 2021 fantasy darling, Cesar Jimenez, Vince Merman, Zach Harris, Marshall Smith, Patrick Torini, and potentially both Pablo Galizzi and Cottrell Altamirano, uh, some, new international flair there just not sure yet if they're going to be in for daytona or not um and then obviously the few updates we already touched on one of them first joe bird pulled himself out of contention saying he's simply not ready um to to put himself out there confidently and michael perkins who unfortunately is going to miss the 2022 season with a shoulder injury that's going to require surgery so t's and p's to him uh but casey a lot of good guys here we dug into all of them on our preseason update show caesar jimenez is so solid we both think Patrick Torini is going to be a force uh, and, and don't sleep on Vince Merman either. So your original pick was Torini. Are you going to stick with that one? Or did, uh, did you see anybody down there at Deckers or maybe know of some guys programs that are going to change your, your, your thinking there? 
Um, I think I'm actually going to see Patrick this week when I'm down there. So I'll be excited to see him ride. Um, I think in that class right now or in that tier, it would be between Patrick and um, Vince Merman. I've always said, you know, Vince is a solid rider. And um, if there's a big whoop section in Daytona, he's going to kill it. Uh, um, He just had a very, very rough year last year at Daytona. And I I pray to God he don't have a year like that this year again. Uh, I love that kid. And uh, I guess he's not really a kid. They're all kids to me because I'm old. But um, I think Vinny's a good pick there, too. So, you know, I'm going to go with Carini right now. Um, I like the international flavor. I think um, he's young and he's going to be fighting out there. So it's going to be a good, good, good time. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. That's another tier where you're seeing some guys. I think that you should see some steps forward, and uh, that's going to make it really, really interesting. Like I said, all of these tiers, uh, you can't just predict exactly what's going to happen, and that makes that fun. So uh, we were shooting for this show to actually be an hour instead of going way over like normal. Uh, I, but I, I do quickly want to touch on the WMX class. Last we heard, there was 13 ladies signed up, uh, headlined by the three-time reigning, defending, under disputed champ Andrea Berger and former class champion Neve Shaw uh, and predictably Casey that's likely going to be the battle for the win like we've seen for the last handful of years between those two yeah definitely and I you know I I have a feeling there's gonna be more I think so too I think so too but I have to believe it's gonna be a full gate for sure that's yeah. what I would guess there's gonna be a lot there and I think we're gonna see some um, some people surprise us you know some of the women are gonna come out and surprise us and, you know, I think we're going to obviously see the battle that we've seen and come to so accustomed with between Neve and uh, Andrea. And I, and I can't wait to see it. And I think it's such an awesome way to spotlight this and, and bring some light to how, how good these women really are. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that race um, just as, you know, this pro sport. Insurance. It's not something everyone likes to talk about. But let's face it. If you race motocross, it's something you should have. Integrative Financial Concepts is an independent financial service and insurance firm who offers moto-friendly insurance and helps out riders like Nick Janusa, Jeffrey Rastrelli, and Joel Hetrick gain confidence on the track. With their unique safe-to-race and safe-to-ride programs, if you qualify, they have the ability to offer life insurance with living benefits to those who ride. With these living benefits, you may have the ability to access a portion of your life insurance policy while you're still living for things like cancer, heart attack, stroke, or chronic illness. They can also help with many other things, such as home, auto, motorhome, and trailer insurance, as well as college planning, special needs planning, payroll processing, as well as group health benefits for your business. So whether something happens on or off the track, Integrated Financial Concepts has you covered. With their complimentary one-on-one appointments, what are you waiting for? Reach out to Mike Daniele at D-A-N-I-E-L-E underscore Michael at nlgroupmail.com today and see how integrated financial concepts can help you. Living benefit riders are supplemental benefits that can be added to a life insurance policy and are not suitable unless you have the need for life insurance. Riders are optional and may require additional premium and may not be available in all states or on all products. This is not a solicitation for any specific insurance policy. Just like the sport of ATV motocross as a whole, our Digging Deep community is brought together by the love for racing that we all share. Our sport is compiled of many great people and leading that charge is the Launderville family at Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. This racing-owned family business is a steel and concrete supplier serving the entire United States. Launderville Steel is a full-service steel supplier of new and surplus steel, aluminum, and stainless steel products headlined by the 4130 chromoly tubing and plate used in the building of chassis 
for ATVs and UTVs, off-road truck racing, late model dirt and pro tractor pulling series, drag racing, and more. Launderville Steel loves their racing just as much as we do, but don't forget about their concrete division as well. With over 25 years of experience, the concrete division can supply everything you need to complete your next business or personal project. Their central Midwest location enables LSE to easily serve customers across the United States. For a quote, additional info, answers to more of your questions, or to talk a little racing, head over to LaundervilleSteel.com or give them a call today. We are proud to be partnered with yet another racer-owned company. Thank you, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. Here at Digging Deep, we have an obvious passion for ATVs and pridefully enjoy sharing the sport's history. Since 2019, when the podcast was born, we've been working to partner with individuals who share our passion, but one man and his vision had been missing from our partnership group. Until now. When it comes to the sport's history, the hallowed grounds of Binky's Forever ATC Museum has it all. Binky Tapscott's mind-blowing collection of three- and four-wheelers has preserved history by spanning all makes and models from Honda three-wheelers in chronological order to unique builds that shaped ATV racing as we know it, like Doug Gust's iconic DRZ-powered hybrid thumper and everything in between. There's no denying Binky's passion, a passion that we certainly relate to here at Digging Deep. Binky's goal is to share his amazing collection with fellow enthusiasts by making his prized possessions accessible to the public via scheduled visits. Follow Forever ATC Museum on Facebook and watch foreveratc.com for further updates on possibly getting a chance to see Binky's Forever ATC Museum for yourself. We are proud to welcome Binky's Forever ATC Museum to the Digging Deep family. Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant. The best power sports coolant on the market, Evans prevents overheating and boil over so you need not worry about harming your engine or suffering a premature end to your ride no matter what the conditions. Designed for use in ATVs, UTVs, motorcycles, and other power sports equipment, when conditions are at their worst, Evans is at its best. Upgrade to Evans now to avoid overheating and boil over next time you hit the track or trail. Use discount code DIGGINGDEEP20 at checkout to save at evanscoolant.com. Thanks for listening, and remember to support our partners. Now back to the show. Lastly, you just said it there, but maybe the, the most enjoyable class to speculate about of them all is pro sport. At last check, there was 26 entries in that one, uh, meaning there's going to be a lot of great guys that don't even make the main event. And again, I thought the same thing as I, as I prepped for this. I mean, there's, I would assume 26 is a big number. When 16 go to the main, there's going to be more. I, I got to believe there's going to be more. I wouldn't be surprised. We said uh, at the, at the, on the last episode that we did, you said that you were hearing could be upwards of 30 or 35 guys. Guys, I wouldn't be surprised if we got close to those numbers, even though it was sitting at 26 last we heard. Um, but yeah, so so I posted that the the headliners are Dane Molander, Brett Music, Zach Kazmarek. Welcome back, Wes Lewis. Awesome to see that. Uh, Blair Miller. Oh, he signed up. Yeah, he's, he signed up. Okay, he's in. He's in. Where where are you seeing this entry format? I got inside information, Casey. <laughs> you got to send me this stuff before we do these shows. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yes, Wes, uh, Wes Lewis is in uh, Blair Miller, Joseph Chambers and Jaden JJ Launderville on the last episode. So th- those are the heavy hitters that stand out to me the most. And then uh, on the last episode we did with you, uh, you mentioned Matthew Hirschfield, Mason Jackson, who's obviously graduating to big bikes this season, Andrew Shaddle, Braden Shimon, among others. So first of all, uh, have you seen or been impressed by any of these guys? Obviously, I'm assuming um, we know some of them at least were at Decker's when you were there. Yeah, so Mason was there. Mason's ridiculously impressive always. Um, mm-hmm. 
I haven't got to see Andrew ride, but I, I'm very close with that family. So I talk to him and his brother all the time. I got to see Dane ride and Dane looked very good. Um, and even more mature, I think, like coming to his own there. Okay. Uh, Blair Miller was another one that was really, you know, he hadn't ridden since Briarcliff and he showed up at Deckers and um, he kind of said, he's like, oh, I jumped power line and I'm, I'm really hard on Blair. And um, I'm like, well, you better. <laughs> like, to me, it's a no brainer at these guys level. I mean, I got a list of guys right down right here. I think there's over 10 guys. I mean, the one that we haven't mentioned, and I just texted him as we were starting this. And I said, Aaron, what class are you running? Oh, I talked to his dad. Yeah. And he, they talked about him possibly racing pro. Like he's got a, his college schedule and stuff. And he's been training with Vince Merriman down at Paffridge place in Louisiana. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And so, um, you know, Aaron's another real high top pick for this. I mean, he, he was winning races in pro-am last year yep. and are in pro sport and, and very competitive in pro-am with Bryce and Zach Decker. And so, you know, he's a really good pick there. Uh, Lane Baird, you know, Shimon, Ian Juca is another one that's moved into that class this year. And um, Rob, his dad has been sending me some videos of him and he looks really good. Adam Allrich, or Adam Allrich, um, you know, he, he podiumed last year in Pro-Am. He did. And yeah. so he's not one they can count out. I mean, there's 10, 11 guys that I have in my list. Obviously, J.J. Launderville, you mentioned him. Um, he's kind of under the radar. He, he got injured early sort of in the season last year and he's on that Phoenix team and you know, he's got a solid program behind him. So mm -hmm. JJ's going to be a tough pick. My prediction for pro sport is there's going to be guys that are capable of winning that don't get to race the main. Yeah. That, and, and, that, and that's, yeah. that's my safe bet for prediction for <laughs> pro sport. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put you on the, on the spot to ask a podium prediction there. Um, it's hard for me as you look at the list of guys and there's so many good ones. I mean, it, unfortunately you can't have fantasy for amateur classes. Um, it would be, it would be impossible to pick. Um, but it's hard to pick against Dane Molander, Brett Musig and Zach Kazmarek. Uh, you know, some of the, some we'll of see. those, some of those younger kids, Casey are going to have more laps, you know, spun this off season and stuff, but, how do you pick against those three guys? Like, that's how I think as I'm sitting here. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a solid, really solid podium there. But, see, I keep hearing rumors about Kazmarek running pro. Well, he's signed up in pro sport. He's signed – okay. So this is a, this is, I, the, the list I'm going off of is dudes signed up. There's 23 dudes signed up for the class. Okay, because he, he had thrown some fillers out kind of like – you just never know with Zach. I love the guy, like – He's always messing and stuff, but I heard like that he had decals printed with um, blue backgrounds. And so Walnut. I was like, oh. Walnut. Yeah, maybe he'll run pro at Walnut. I don't, you know. I mean, that's a, that's but, a home race for him. You know, he always does well. Like, that's why I said you put him yeah. in the pro class and he'd be competitive. I know he would. Like any, I mean, oh, yeah. you know, you could say that about a lot of these guys, but Zach's track record has shown you know he's a guy yeah. that nearly got a bunch of top fives in the not a bunch but got a number of top fives in the pro class like that's what he's capable yeah. of you know i mean don't yeah. one put it past him that's what makes those classes so fun i mean 
you know, you, when you add guys like Brett music or Zach Kazmarek into or West Lewis into classes like these, with these kids that are so fast, like that's what makes it so much fun. You know, we experienced some of that last year, but that's what makes it so much fun is, you know, you got these kids on the come up and you got guys that are old pros that are just trying to have some fun and you smash them all together in one class. And it's just a blast to watch. So there's going to be a lot of smashing in this. Class. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, I, I haven't been this excited about a race, one single event race in a long time. And I think just the, the atmosphere of Daytona, the, the track of Daytona, these young kids, you know, Dane's moving into pro sport, you know, Blair's a, a veteran sort of, let's say of pro sport. Mason's moving in. Ian Jacka, Ian Juka is moving in. Um, Aaron Salinas is a veteran in that class. So it's just going to be, it's going to be sheer. Mm-hmm battle royale i mean i and i hope none of those these guys i just listed or you know or any of these guys i mean chambers um i did just hear that donovan cox has signed up in pro class though because i didn't put him on here because i heard he's racing pro so i didn't mention him in this sense of because of that but last uh, last last i was told when i was you know I've been getting updates for the game's sake, you know, on guys that have pro license, you know, and whatnot. And he was not yeah. on that list last I heard. And uh, wasn't he running 80, number 84 last year? Most positive he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we know that Catrell, the Argentinian, Order Argentinian, yeah. Um, he's got the number 84. So I, I wonder, I mean, not that that matters any, but mm-hmm. uh, the last I heard, he was not on that list. So, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, if Donovan races pro sport, like, he has a good chance there, too. I mean, he was a solid guy. He podium multiple times in pro sport last year, or pro-am. Yep. Um, so, this class, I mean, we could talk about it all day long. I think there's going to be some heavy banging. I think there's guys, or there's a chance that some of the guys that we mentioned just offhand, there's a chance that one or two of them don't even make the main. Oh, and I, I think that's awesome. I think the talent is so thick. Hey, if you put all these guys on the track and we will see it, but if you put all these guys on the track for three palms or, or, you know, or Walnut or whatever, like that'd be interesting. You put them all on the track at Daytona, you know, a tight track where everybody's going to be on top of each other. It's that much, you know, it's going to be that much crazier. I I just rewatched actually just rewatched Daytona from last year, uh, yesterday when I was on the treadmill and I was pulling my hair out, watching the pros, you know, the young pros, but the pros smashing into each other and jumping into each other. And, you know, Wesley Wolf and, and uh, I think it was Brandon Hogue. I mean, Brandon Hogue, like damn near landed on him. And I'm like, I'm th- I was literally thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so the pro class is going to be crazy. The pro sport class is going to be out of control when you put all yeah. these guys out there. And, and like you said, there's going to be guys that are, you know, maybe outside the top 10 or don't make the main that truly expect to win when they go to the gate, um, you know, earlier in the day. Yeah. I mean, there, every guy listed right here expects to win Daytona. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt and i and i didn't even mention zach and brett because you know damn well those two expect the wave when they get oh yeah of course of course yeah so 
Yeah. Well, Casey, we were relatively prompt. Um, I'm proud of that. Let me, uh, let me remind everybody, (laughs) (laughs) let me remind everybody to get signed up for ATV fantasy signups for season two of digging deep ATV MX fantasy are now open sign up to get in on all the weekly and season ending prize opportunities, bragging rights, and all of the fun today, sign up at ATVfantasy.com to prove, you know, ATV motocross better than the rest of us. And again, someone is going to get a pair of badass brand new riding gear. So get in on all the action and the fun by visiting atbfantasy.com today. Casey, do you have any last words before we get out of here? It's time to go racing. I feel like I feel like we couldn't talk about it anymore. I felt like that, you know, a month ago when we recorded the, the, the preseason show. Um, but I, I think that we were able to insert some more knowledge and some updates into some of this stuff. And I can't wait for the gate to drop so we can actually talk about some actual racing now. Yeah, definitely. And um, no, I'm just excited to see everyone. I, I got to see... You know, I went to the GNCC last weekend. Um, shout out to Bryson Neal. Got the win after yeah. coming off um, an eight-month recovery from full uh, knee repair. Um, so just cool to see a lot of my racing family last weekend and excited to see everyone. Hope there's a bunch of people down at Deckers to get to hang out with everyone and stuff. And, you know, I'm just as amped about this season as I have for the last, it feels like, 20 uh, i think 25 seasons so um i'm excited and i i can't wait to see everyone and get this get this show going and get through you know this first round and kind of start to find our stride can't freaking wait but that's a wrap for us thanks so much for being here casey thanks for all that you do for digging deep good luck to everyone competing at the eighth annual daytona atv supercross and we'll meet right back here to break it all down when the dust settles casey you're the man and i, I can't thank you enough for doing this as always Thanks for everything, Cody. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Casey. Safe travels. Let the racing begin. Thanks to Manscaped for bringing Casey Greek back on here to join us. Use discount code DIGGINGDEEP20 for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and send us a screenshot of your order for some free Digging Deep merch. Major thanks to Casey Greek for being here with us tonight despite his crazy pre-Daytona schedule. Thanks to producer Dallas Jansen, my brother, for all his hard work. Thanks to Brooke and AMA official Harv Whipple. Thanks to all of our donors. You know who you are. We appreciate you so much. Thanks to all of our partners, CST Tires. Go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew, SSI decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Impact Solutions, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymower Financial Group, Forworks Carbon, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Integrated Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride Insurance Programs, Binky's Forever ATC Museum, Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Support the brands that support our show, and don't forget to use those codes to save. Find it all on our website, and be sure to click those Rocky Mountain ATVMC and Amazon banners for all your gear and parts needs, everyday needs, and to help us out. And most of all, thanks to you guys for listening. All of our show merchandise is available at shop.diggingdeepatvmx.com, so check that out. And if you're looking for an easy way to help support us, visit our website and click the Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee buttons. This allows you to set up a one-time or monthly contribution to support our efforts. Give us a call using our voicemail line. Give us your reactions to the shows, the races, and or everything in between so we can play them on the show and react to what you have to say. That number is 920-569-3519. We want to hear from you, so give us a call. 
Follow the show on social media, Digging Deep ATBMX Podcast, and myself, Cody Jansen, for additional content, coverage, and more fun stuff as the 2022 season is set to begin. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find the Digging Deep ATBMX Podcast. All episodes, additional podcast providers, sponsor links and discount codes, show merchandise, fantasy info, and more can all be found on our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com, so check that out today. One last reminder that Digging Deep ATVMX Fantasy Season is here. Sign up for ATV Fantasy today. Get in on all the prizes, the bragging rights, and all the fun. Winner of Digging Deep ATVMX Fantasy at Daytona is going to earn that brand new pair of riding gear, so head over to atvfantasy.com to sign up now. Be a friend, tell a friend. Please download, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And with that, for Casey Greek, Brooke Catherine, Dallas Jansen, and I'm your host, Cody Jansen, thanks for listening and making us the number one podcast in ATV racing with over 130,000 downloads monthly in 80 total countries. Until next time, thanks for joining us in Digging Deep with the Stars of ATV Motocross. Now let the fun begin. Things are crashing and burning here at the Digging Deep Podcast, much like the Titanic. Those guys were hauling ass, for real. I remember watching Doug Gus, I don't know who it was, Steel City, running the same times Friday afternoon as James Stewart was on Sunday back then. It was mental. I've never seen quads go that fast. Quad leaders are freaking gnarly.